Hi friends, welcome to the Truth Applied Podcast. My name is Rebecca Ann Perkins. I am a full-time Christian speaker, Bible teacher, and master life coach. This podcast has undergone a few name changes, but if you know me, you know my mission has not changed. For more than 10 years, I've been following the call to help you understand the truth, which means good biblical theology, and apply that truth to your everyday life. We use a bit of life coaching, a bit of counseling, real stories, deep vulnerability, to make truth move from your head to your heart, to make it impact your life. In this day and age where culture is pulling us in a thousand directions and giving us a thousand empty promises, where self-help and self-reliance and self-worship are on the rise, we are a community of women who know better. We know that Jesus is still the way, the truth, and the life. But life is hard, and we've got some lies we believe and some hurts we need to heal from. So that's what we're here to do. I am your place where every Monday you can bank on getting truth and really practical truth at that. Thank you so much for being here today. I love God. I love depth. I love you. Let's get to the episode. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am very excited to have my friend Violet back. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. It's great to be back again. Um, part of the reason I asked you back is because our conversation that we had last year, which I believe was number episode 74. So if you guys mm. haven't listened to that one, go back and listen. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're in like the 120s now or something, which is crazy, but wow, I know back at episode 74, um, we had a conversation and I, I titled that podcast, a conversation about waiting on God. And that is my, that was the most listened to podcast last year. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And yes. The fourth most listened to podcast of all times uh, on my show. And wow. So, all that to say, I mean, I know. <sighs> I don't even remember really when we were talking, you know, that it quote, you know, that it felt like anything really amazing, but right. It resonated. And because it resonated and because we're friends and I know you, I'm like, let's just hop back on here and, and talk again. So yes, thank you for coming back. Yeah, that's wow. That's humbling for me. So just, <laughs> I listened to your podcast and the, the guests that you have, I'm, I'm truly that's really amazing. God is good. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Yeah, it really, I mean, it just, and I, you know, we talked about you and mm -hmm. your husband and being patient mm -hmm. in your relationship with him. And it's a really, you know, honest and beautiful conversation. And so I, I do see why it, it you know, resonated with people now, I, I guess mm -hmm. I just didn't know when were we recording, when we <laughs> were recording it, but anyway, I love <laughs> chatting with you and your wisdom. So mm -hmm. I'm bringing you back. And Yay. yeah, I mean, I have some things that, that we're going to talk about today, but I, I guess I wanted to just start with how are you and what has God been teaching you lately? Well, thank you. I, I'm doing really well. Um, God is good. And, um, lately he has been taking me through humility, um, lessons in humility. And I think when we were kind of talking about what we might talk about, I had said, oh, I'm going through a season of him teaching me humility. And I was still like, you know, wrestling. 
And in that, he also revealed and taught me, it doesn't have to be a season. Humility is a garment you wear. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, and that was humbling. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's, I mean, humility is a big thing. That's a big word. It's a big thing. It's easy mm -hmm. to say. Um, mm -hmm. Any specifics you want to share about like what was happening in your life? Yeah. It was going, the, the spirit was like, um, you need to humble yourself. Like, what yeah. <laughs> well, I think just being somebody who is in the word daily, who is, constantly having conversations with the Lord and it, it is a friendship that I have with him. Mm -hmm. It's easy to take for granted those things and not see and pride can so mm -hmm. be so sneaky and you don't realize it's there. And so I was hurt by some words and, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and resentment started taking root Mm -hmm. And so it was just very quick. The Lord was showing me mm -hmm. how quick are you going to forgive? And mm -hmm. what does humility look like in this? And how are you going to trust me? And mm -hmm. just kind of, and, and it sounds like quick, but it's been a month. And in fact, this morning, I feel like it was just this morning that I finally released, released and let go and was like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so and what it was, was I had dated the previous page was a month ago. What kind of initiated that hurt? Yeah, that hurt. And I thought, gosh, it's been over a month. We're going to go on a month and a half, actually. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. And I think that that was enough to see just the date of like how long I've been wrestling and not actually letting go. And so let's talk about that hurt for a second. We don't, I don't need okay. to fix. We don't need to know who or anything like that. Right. Right. Um, what, what did it wound in, in you or your pride? Like, what did it do to you? That was like, ah, that don't say that to me. <laughs> true. Or how dare you? Right. Um, it was, let me, let me think, how do I work, phrase this? Yeah. So it was. I am confident in the gifts that God has given me, the abilities he's given me. I can see where he's still growing me in them and kind of where he's shaping and molding. And though it was kind of not being seen for that and not, it, it felt to me, this doesn't mean that this is true from the other person, but it felt like I was not valued for those things. And mm. they were just kind of dismissed and not seen as having, mm. it doesn't matter. Mm. So, and your pride went, excuse uh, me right oh, really god crazy. gave me this yes yeah. god made me this way yeah yeah so and i'm good at it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it was it was that it was okay. kind of like i felt like god was showing me previous up to that hurt like this is what i'm going to do in you and this is you know where you're going and then and then it was kind of like a er, what if i take it all away so now just out of curiosity was the hurt um literally just kind of a lack of seeing you like oh, I didn't get acknowledged or was it quite literally that someone like attacked or said mean things about you do you see the difference there like were mean I do said, or was it just like well they didn't actually acknowledge everything I'm doing I think you know what I actually think it was a little bit of both because it wasn't 
I don't think they were being intentionally mean. Okay. It felt mean. Okay. And then I didn't feel seen. So okay. it was kind of, you know, well, that hurt my feelings and okay. feelings can lie to us, like, yeah. and our perspectives can be off. So. Mm-hmm. And what did you want in order to like feel better? What, what were your, what would have made you, what did your pride want? Like an apology? Uh, yeah. What did it want? I think my pride wanted to be seen for who I think I am Mm. by this person. And so that wasn't going to happen. And so it kind of also felt like, like there's not really hopeless sounds overdramatic, like too much. I wouldn't say it was hopeless, but it's just kind of one of those things. Like I'm not, I could see that I wasn't going to get what, what I wanted out of that. Mm. Mm -hmm. so that's where the resentment also came in Mm. okay and what did the resentment phase look like um did you put walls up yes yes it feels like walls um like I I'm not gonna I'm just gonna take a break here and yeah definitely walls and that's and that is um to be really real I am a person who is naturally inclined to grudges and resentment. (laughs) So I know that about myself already. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had, I haven't had to deal with it for a while because Mm -hmm. God's grace and he's taken me through it. And I think that was another part of the humility lesson was you're still prone to this. (laughs) This Uh, is just going to be one of your thoughts. Like a five or 10 year ago thing. And it's back. Right. This dragon has not really been slayed. <laughs> mm, okay. So you're prone to resentment mm-hmm. and, or what was it? Grudges. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in, in my flesh. Yes. In your flesh. <laughs> yeah. 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 And old, mm-hmm. you would just put up walls with people and write them off mm-hmm. or on or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So how, how did, um, how'd you handle it differently this time? <laughs> A lot of prayer, (laughs) a lot of prayer, um, seeking wise counsel, um, from a close friend and, you know, God is funny (laughs) in the way that he times everything. And if you were a skeptic, you would call it coincidental, but because we have a personal intimate Mm -hmm. God who knows us, (laughs) He knows what we need and the timing of it. And we're doing a Bible study on humility right now. Yes. And I have read a book on humility and, mm. and I still am reading through the, it's, it's a booklet really. It's not very big, but I'm reading it slowly so that it's digestible and <laughs> I can practice it. Man. I mean, oh. that, that word is hard to explain, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to like wrap your mind around. I mean, what are mm-hmm what to the best of your ability what is it what is it what what is humility it is laying aside myself what i want for what god wants and what he is going to do mm-hmm. and what he wills and that sounds very christianese mm-hmm. but it's very hard to practice Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I mean in this scenario that you're talking about that means 
basically forgiving this other person and letting it go. Yes. Yes. I mean, it means you actually have to forgive and you have to Mm -hmm. let it go and you're not allowed Mm -hmm. to hold on to the resentment. Right. Right. Even if they don't ask for it or even if they don't want it. Yes. Right. It's not even on their radar. (laughs) Yes. And you said it was just this morning kind of that you feel feel like you did that? (laughs) Yes. I feel like it's kind of like um, when you're holding on to a bar and you're hanging and you like have like, you know, the last index finger on, (laughs) that was what I let go of the bar. (laughs) Mm. So it's not always a wham, bam, thank you, man, one done. It's, right. it's sometimes it's a process of peeling it back. It is. So it is. And then finally, there is that oh, surrender. Yes. Wholehearted yeah. it surrender. It feels like freedom. I mean, anytime I've ever mm-hmm. felt really called to humility in my life of like, man, you better lay it down like yourself mm-hmm. or your hurt or your idol or your yes moment. like you know and I fall on my face before God and I repent or I cry or what and I'm just like flattened in humility mm-hmm. it really de- uh, immediately feels like freedom and you know and something that I um that keeps coming up is humility is a death it, it is. is the death of that idol the death of that resentment the death of whatever I'm is preventing me from seeing God and his holiness and embracing that mm-hmm. it is the death of that. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. It feels like something's dying, which is why, mm-hmm. you know, right on the front end of it, like leaning into that humility or falling on your knees in prayer or getting to that point of surrender feels so painful. <laughs> yes. Yes. But, but then when it dies, you know, then we feel that freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, if we think about the gospel, we think about Jesus in the garden, he was desperate for the cup of God's wrath to pass, but he said, yet not your will, not my will, but yours be done. Mm -hmm. And he is the epitome. He is our, he is our perfect example of humility and that the death of his will, and then from his death, resurrection, our life. And so from our death of our pride and whatever we're holding on to, the resurrection is that freedom, that life, and then those other things that bloom Mm -hmm. when we embrace that surrender. Mm -hmm. It is so hard. It is. Our flesh, not just our flesh that wants to be Mm -hmm. in control or right or safe, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that our flesh wants to be, but the world really feeds that like, Yes. Observe and don't let anybody cross your boundaries and don't let Mm -hmm. anybody not give, like meet your needs or all Mm -hmm. your needs deserve to be met in this way. You deserve, you deserve you. So like not only is our flesh naturally Mm -hmm. and our pride naturally, but the world is, you know, it, it, it seems the idea of humility is so just absurd to modern. Mm -hmm. It's foreign. It's completely foreign. Yeah. But I love that you said and pointed out like Christ is our greatest example of humility because not just, you know, that act in the garden, but mm-hmm. when I really pause and think about the fact that, you know, he is God and mm. that he humbled himself to be stuck in human flesh. Yes. This earth. 
I mean, like the only, I can't even grasp that level of humility. The only thing that I can kind of compare it to is when I think about like a job. So if I'm like, I have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree and I'm quote unquote good at what I do. What if God asked me to like genuinely like go work at McDonald's or something? (laughs) I would honestly think I'm like, I'm too good for this. I'm Mm -hmm. above this, right? Mm -hmm. That's such a minor example, but like Jesus was- But it's real. (laughs) Way above, you know, coming down and walk, like having to live and have people treat him the way they treated him. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that ultimate, almost allowing himself, not almost, but allowing himself to be Mm -hmm. beaten, used, misunderstood, all those things. Right. You know, yeah, we would never- no, we wouldn't. Try, I wouldn't. I'd be like, I no boundaries up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're toxic. Boundaries aren't a good thing, <laughs> right. but anyway. this relationship is toxic. I can't. <laughs> right, right, right. This is McDonald's. Working at McDonald's is really toxic. So, <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, what I mean, humility. Now, okay, so this this feeds in a little bit to something I've been thinking about lately, which is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The mm-hmm. fruit of the Holy Spirit is not listed specifically as, you know, or mm-hmm. humility is not listed specifically in that mm-hmm. way. But um, a lot of the women that I coach and just run into in life in general, I think a lot of the women in the church mm-hmm. still see the list of the fruit of the Holy Spirit as something that they should be better at. So they, Mm -hmm. they read a list of like love and joy and peace and patience. And when they're not patient with their kids or they don't have peace and they're dealing with some anxiety, their brain immediately goes to, man, I just need to try harder. I'm a bad Christian. Mm -hmm. I need to try harder. Mm -hmm. And that feels wrong to me. I I believe that is wrong. I think Mm -hmm. that there's wrong theology in there. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I agree. So I was think I've been thinking about that, and um, that was actually brought to my attention recently that humility is not listed in the fruits of the spirit, but it's because it's a root, it's the root of the fruit, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. And so it it actually got me thinking even more. There's also, um, and I wrote them down. Let me let me so I don't miss any of them. Grace, mercy, forgiveness righteousness and humility are not listed in the fruits of the spirit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those are all actions that we extend to someone else. God has extended those things to us. Mm -hmm. We've take on humility to extend those actions, Mm -hmm. grace, mercy, forgiveness, grace, mercy, forgiveness. I put righteousness in there, but that's really us wearing that's Christ's righteousness in us, but grace, mercy, and forgiveness those are actions we extend to others mm-hmm. that God has extended to us. Yes. And it takes humility to extend those things to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so when we do that, when we humble ourselves to extend those things, the fruit of that, mm-hmm. because those things all take obedience to Christ. It's the dying of self. That's obedience. Mm-hmm. What comes from that is joy, love, peace, goodness, faithfulness. And so those opportunities of, and they are opportunities, just like I had that opportunity to experience the humility (laughs) and extend Mm -hmm. forgiveness. They are 
moments to think, what is the root of why I'm not patient here? Often, if you're dealing with your kids and they're having a temper tantrum, as a mom, you're tired and you're usually undernourished because you're nourishing your kids and making sure they're getting the rest. And so that also is going to directly tie into if you're able to do those things because our spirit, our physical needs and our spiritual needs are tied where we are one whole complete. <laughs> you can't separate the two. So maybe you need a nap, a snack or a nap <laughs> if you're a mom. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and if it's deeper than that, there's something there, there's a root there. What is it that God is trying to show you that you're lacking before him so that you can get to that patience that you want to extend. Well, yeah, because when, I mean, they're fruits of the spirit, meaning Mm -hmm. they grow naturally based Mm -hmm. on, yeah, what the roots are, what the soil is. If we're watering Mm -hmm. the soil, if there's sun, like no, no tree can like will its way into producing an apple or whatever. Right. Like all we can do is nourish and make sure the soil's good and make sure the roots are good. Or if there's a weed, you know, pull that root out. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. we can do is really cultivate mm-hmm. the garden of our spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the fruits will come naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the, one of the ways, I mean, I'm hearing you, like one of the ways that we cultivate is, the grace, the mercy, the forgiveness, the righteousness, mm-hmm. extending that stuff to other people, but also accepting that. Right. God. I mean, in, mm-hmm. in what you're going through right now, I can see that you're like, I have to extend these to other people, you know, because <laughs> um, that's what you just walked through. But I also think it takes humility to receive those things. It does. It does. So like, to accept God's forgiveness fully. Mm-hmm. means that you don't get to earn it. Right. Like when we say I am a sinner and mm-hmm. I don't have to get to earn it, mm-hmm. that's a real, that's humility. I mean, that mm-hmm. is the surrender of the moment of salvation, right? When we go right. to God and I'm not, you lived a perfect life and I can't do it. And we come to the end of our humanity and the end of ourself and the end of our own effort. Like that's mm-hmm. when we receive the spirit, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's humility. Re- that's it is. Yes. And because if, if we could, because it, it is hard for people to accept that God just gives it. Yeah. God just gives it. You can't do anything. Well, I can do that. No, you can't. Because if you could, that means that you believe you have some goodness to offer him that you've earned it. Yeah. And you don't. Right. And there's nothing, his grace and his, his righteousness what Jesus did on the cross, there's no sin bad enough that he didn't cover it. Like he came back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. What is that not going to cover? <laughs> right. His blood was shed for us. There's nothing that that's going to not cover. So it does take, because you could go the opposite of like, I'm so awful that I don't deserve this. Yeah. But really when you inverse look, form of pride, right? Because yeah. your eyes are still on yourself. Right. So right. yeah, it takes incredible humility to um let go spirit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on either side of the spectrum you know on Mm -hmm. whatever it is that's our self our our insecurities Mm -hmm. our pride our look whatever it is that's pulling us away so okay so we practice that humility and (laughs) 
abide in the spirit and then these fruits, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such thing. There is no law. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, personal question, do you feel like you have mm-hmm. a lot of the fruit of the spirit in your life? Um, most of the time, <laughs> most of the time I do. Um, and when I don't, I, cause the ones who, who get the, the brunt of the bad fruit, if you will, yeah. are my family yeah. because you know, we're around them and they're gonna, that's just how totally. life is. Yep. So in those moments, I have to go back to them. It's usually my kids too. Sorry guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have to say, I'm really sorry. That's not about you. I was already tired. And then I took the frustration out on you yeah. or yes, you did this thing, but you didn't do it the way I reacted to it. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry that I didn't follow through even on something because I was too tired because of X, Y, or Z. Mm. So, but, but in general, I do believe that, um, I, I feel like my life is pretty fruitful. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Glory to yeah. God, not me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is the spirit that, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I also feel like I have, I live with these fruits. Um, I give all the credit to the Lord for, mm-hmm. I would say cultivating them in me or giving me mm-hmm. the capacity for them, or I don't know. It's just, it's literally all him. I mean, I remember when I was right. Younger, for patience and I feel pretty patient, but you know, he mm-hmm. also made me wait until I was 38 years old to be my husband. So thanks for giving me patience, God. <laughs> um, but yeah, even love and joy and peace, you know, I went mm-hmm. through a time in my life where I dealt with anxiety and stuff. And there was, I had to employ gigantic amounts of humility to, uh, get back to a place of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can see it in my life too, in being military, we, there's a lot of uncertainty, but right now, so we moved back here and our goal was to, our thought, our plan was to retire here. My husband was going to get out and that was going to be the end of it. And all seemed to be going according to plan. God was granting and answering. And then surprise, my husband got a year long, um, tour. Uh, I forgot. I can't think of the word right now. It's a tour away from us. And then we requested to stay here and they're, they're stationing us elsewhere. And so that has upended all of our plans. And so now people are like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I just am like, I don't know. God has a plan and I'm just waiting. Yeah. And that is uncomfortable for people to hear because they want resolution in what I'm saying. And I just say, I don't know, but I'm okay. He's been good and he's yeah. going to take us and lead us where he wants us to go. Yeah. So praise the Lord for that. I mean, mm-hmm. and when you have those moments where you feel that fruit of the Holy spirit, do you, mm-hmm. do you just feel like overwhelmingly thankful? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, because I, I, I mean, when I, yeah. when I actually feel like, oh my gosh, I, that my natural instinct right now is patience or my natural yes. instinct right now is t- like peace. I'm just trusting. Yes. God. Not having to try. Right. Having to like, you know, ask for a bunch of prayer. It's like literally coming out of me, like right tree. I'm yeah. very aware that that's because of 
the trials, the suffering, the lessons, right. mm-hmm. all the things that God has done in his own time over the years. And I'm just, now I'm reaping the fruit. Right. Exactly. I like to say I'm unbothered. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't care, but I'm just unbothered. <laughs> like, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Let me revisit a thought really quick, because again, I know sure. so many women deal with the self-condemnation. So mm-hmm. on a day when you're like, let's say impatient with your kids mm-hmm. and you realize like, I literally like said something that hurt them. Like I, mm-hmm. I had a bad mom day today, like <laughs> actually not just like mm-hmm. kind of, but like I, I did some stuff that, you know, if I did this repeatedly or didn't apologize could probably damage my poor kids. <laughs> Never. <laughs> um, if you have a bad mom day, do you shame yourself for it? Or do you just like, what do you do? Not anymore. Um, I feel like, again, those trials, the suffering, the experiencing God has helped me to um, not stay in the shame because if I'm going to stay in that, I'm doomed to repeat it. Mm. But if I, and, and that was the case because not that I had all these actually bad accumulative uh, or days of like, I was a bad mom today, but often, so often when my kids were younger, um, I would go to bed thinking, I feel like a failure. I failed my kids today. I didn't get this done. I'm not the Pinterest mom. I'm not, Mm. I didn't do all the things I didn't. I I could have been more patient. Um, I could have, you know, done, spent more time with them. I could have X, Y, and Z. And, and, and to the point of like, oh, I hope Jesus doesn't come back tomorrow because I want another chance to do it. Right. Like, (laughs) and so that's an awful way to go to bed and Mm -hmm. an awful way. It's it's a heavy burdensome mindset, Mm -hmm. but God and his goodness has walked me through it. And so now Mm. when I have those days and, and truth be told, they're usually not whole days anymore because I can recognize the moments and Mm. I can stop the, the snowball from Mm. becoming big Mm. and, um, Mm. and, and turn it around. And so, um, I will stop, like I said, in those moments, I will I'm quick to apologize to my kids when I recognize it. Sometimes I need a moment. <laughs> I need to come to Jesus moment first mm-hmm. and then I'll come to them. Maybe it's even the next day, but I know God is full of grace and forgiveness. His mercies are new every morning. It's not a chance to do over. It's a, he's forgotten that and I've repented it. And you know what? My kids usually, when I come back to them, they're full of grace and mm-hmm. good forgiveness and mercy. And so it's a fresh start as well. Yeah, and what good really does any kind of shaming ourselves do? That idea, that like going to bed feeling like I failed everybody today. I want to try to redo mm-hmm. it tomorrow. Did that actually help? No, because most days I went to bed that way, so yeah. I didn't actually achieve so, what I was hoping. So how did you break that cycle? Because that's a hard, uh, hard mindset to shake. It is. Um, part of it was um, I had been in a women's Bible study and. I think it was, we were reading a a book. I don't even remember exactly how it went, but I just remember being reminded of my position in Christ. And that doesn't change. Even though I was not afraid of my losing my salvation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like just being reminded, like Mm. your position is not changed. You are a daughter of the King. 
When God looks down at you, he sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ. It's all washed. And it was like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, Mm -hmm. right. So, so much more hopeful and so much more, oh yeah. Like even on this side of salvation, it's not about me and what I can do. Yeah. So if there's somebody listening, who's really dealing with that, because there's a lot of that mom guilt that happens, mm-hmm. but I, I think there's also, I mean, it can happen in singleness when, mm-hmm. when it can happen in any stage of life. A lot of right. living in the, I have to be perfect. I messed up today, kind of shame and guilt. Um, do you think they should pray against like the self-condemnation or against the lack of grace or mercy they're having on themselves? I mean, obviously this is a lot of what some of what I do as a coach is help women Mm -hmm. change this mindset and shake off this shame and stuff. Um, but even with a lot of work, sometimes people just, they're, they can't. Mm -hmm. And to bring it back around, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit already, but it feels like there's something to do with humility in there. Yes. I was just going to say it's coming back to pride thinking that you have something to do with it. And there comes a point where you have to just let go and trust God. Yeah. Because what you're doing your way is not working sister (laughs) going to bed every night that way. It wasn't working for me. And so I had to let go and trust that I am secure in Christ. Mm -hmm. I am still a daughter of the King. I am still wearing his righteousness mm-hmm. like and then and when we see that we recognize it as sin because that it is mm-hmm. it's thinking that i have something to do here mm-hmm. um letting go of that and trusting that god does have you and and on the other side so kind of going back to my forgiveness thing letting go of the what ifs letting go of the but they but they letting go of that. It doesn't matter Mm. on the other side of that forgiveness is God's goodness and whatever he has. Mm. I am withholding his blessing and the goodness and the fruit and the growth that he has for me because I'm holding on to that, but they, Mm -hmm. but they did this. And so you could transfer that to, um, the self-condemnation, but I didn't, but But I didn't, but I, but I, but I, let it go. Yeah. It's not about you. It's not about you. <laughs> about us. Mm, right. So good. I, I, I just find it. I mean, I know it happens again. I know it happens. I, I walk women through it, but it's so hopeful and beautiful for the women listening who live with this self-condemnation to hear you, you know, on the other side of it, to mm-hmm. know that there's freedom. Um, mm-hmm. And we're not going to, I mean, we're going to wrap it up here because we've already said like so many deep, amazing, beautiful things. Um, but I, I mean, I, I I am having a thought about like the position in Christ. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. How do you, I don't know if you visualize yourself, like when you pray or Mm -hmm. whatever, um, walking with God or approaching him Mm -hmm. or if you picture yourself in your head I do Mm -hmm. and I'm very curious what you picture or is that something that's like too personal that you want to share no no I'm thinking (laughs) no it's okay I'm thinking about 
so I don't think that I always do because um, picture sometimes I do. And those have been beautiful moments. Sometimes I have to, um, my mind can go all over the place. So I have to like often jot down mm-hmm. um, <laughs> my prayer. So I stay focused. So I'm not really actually visualizing, but there have one of the most powerful moments I was um, picturing and um, it was actually a big season of growth for me uh, where God was just revealing himself to me in a big way. And it was actually when I was letting go of the, of the condemnation that I had on myself, uh, the guilt, yeah. mom guilt. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. I was having coffee. The kids were being really good and quiet and because they were younger, um, yeah. toddler, one of them and just playing quietly. And so I was having coffee and I just felt this conversation with the Lord, imagining it, if you will, whatever, how you want to say it. And he was saying, what would you say if I was sitting right here having coffee with you? What would you say to me? And I broke down in tears and I just said, Jesus, I would ask to see your hands. Sorry, it makes me emotional. And I would say, I am so sorry that those are my wounds that you're carrying. I'm so sorry. And I love you so much. And I would hug you. And he said, and I felt him saying, you can have that with me all the time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so um, in those personal intimate moments, like I, I go back to that often because it's so real and tangible and it's having coffee with Jesus. (laughs) What's better coffee? Yeah. And it's positional. Right. So that's mm. why I say like, mm. you know, it doesn't surprise me that at that moment in your life, when you were letting go of all that shame and guilt, um, that you were understanding your intimacy with you, how much he loves you, how close you really are, how mm-hmm. valuable you are to him. Right. And then as mm-hmm. you're like, I am a daughter of the king, he's right here. He mm-hmm. died from like, it, he gave yes. you that real experience of like, it's not you, it's me or just whatever mm-hmm. that whole interaction was. Right. Did something for you in your concept of your position to him or with him mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. then allowed you to stop going to bed with all the, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, yes, no, yes, 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 you are. Absolutely. Because it was very much that from like mm-hmm. that season on, he is my friend. Mm-hmm. He knows the ins and outs of me. Mm-hmm. I know him. Mm-hmm. I know him. I I can hug him. Yes. He is so. right here. He accepts mm-hmm. me no matter what. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the reason I ask you that is because I'm just one, like for the women listening, mm-hmm. what do you visualize when you approach God? I mean, it. I think that's a very powerful question. I think it's very indicative of what you believe your position is to him. So Mm -hmm. if you visualize like I'm tiptoeing around the corner because he's Mm. like big, scary, angry God, and he's really busy, but I'm going to, I've got these big things going on in my life. So I'm just going to like pray about him real quick and hope he hears (laughs) me right away. Okay. Yeah. If that's how you're picturing it, that's, that's yeah. says something about what you think your position is with him. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how some, I think that's how a lot of people view God or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's like this big glowing orb, mm-hmm. 
you know, go tell him and hope he hears me, but he's pretty busy, but like, help me God. And then they move on with mm -hmm. their day. Like, I'm just very right. curious lately how yes. people are picturing their interaction yeah. with God. And, and I do think it reveals what we believe our position is with him. So mm -hmm. I'll end with mine. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know that I've ever even said anywhere. I don't know that I've oh, excited. It, it feels a little like, oh my gosh, I wonder if I'm going to cry too. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> this will reveal a lot too about what I think my position is with him. I picture him in a throne room. I, I almost like a medieval castle or something like that, but there's like God on the throne. I picture Jesus at his right hand, and I picture me, you know, king, mm -hmm. prince or whatever. And I picture me as the daughter, like I am a, mm -hmm. a princess. I am mm -hmm. the daughter of the king. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so when I go in to pray, I'm like, I do. I picture myself in kind of the robe. Regal. Yeah. That would say, I belong here. Like, mm -hmm. like I have I a right to be here. I have a right to be here. The king mm -hmm. wants to hear from me because I'm like out there going on about his business. I'm working for the mm -hmm. kingdom. I need to report to him what's going on today. I need to get his help. I need to tell him what I need help with. And so I just like march into the throne room. I'm like, hi, <laughs> king slash dad, right? <laughs> I like really believe I belong there. <laughs> you do. I do. I do. I do. And yes. and then, you know, I in humility, I bow. I ask. Right. Seat, I, I, give, I wait for him to give me my marching orders. But yeah, I mean, I have a real very strong belief that I belong there and that mm -hmm. he's on the throne, but that he wants me there and that I belong there. Mm -hmm. um, yes. So that's funny because after you hearing you say that once in a while, I do picture that we are coming before the throne. Like he's on this giant throne, mm -hmm. but I don't feel intimidated. No. I don't feel like I shouldn't be there. No. I don't feel, I feel like this is holy. This is good, but I'm comfortable yeah, <laughs> like, I belong because I'm yours and I belong. And right. And, yes. and frankly, like we, I have work that I'm doing for you. Yes. And you, mm, that's and good. So, like I need to come in here and kind of tell you what's going on out there or like the battle plan, or you need to give me direction. Cause I'm like overwhelmed. Right. Or I need rest. <laughs> yeah, I've had moments where I feel or mm -hmm. visualize, you know, him stepping off the throne. Mm, that's so good. Oh, that gives me goosebumps. <laughs> no, right? Comforting, holding me. Yes. Tell, telling me to rest or telling me what to do next. And mm -hmm. so all of that to say, like, I don't think it's prideful of me to have this mm -hmm. uh, bit positional vision of me with him. Mm -mm. Um, he tells you in the Bible who you are. So yeah. why would that be wrong? Like he, that's yeah. what he wants this for all the women listening out there who are struggling and feeling like I could never. Yes. That's what he wants for you. He wants mm. that relationship with mm. you. Your prayers can be that way. Your relationship with yes. Jesus can be that way. Yes. We are not special or unique in this. Right. No, we're not. And positionally as a child of a daughter of the King, a child of God, we all belong. Yes. We all belong in that throne room. And I would challenge you step into your role. Mm -hmm. Step into your role. Me too. Step into your role. Yes. And amen. Oh my gosh. Are we like tandem preachers? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what are we doing? No. 
Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay, let's end with a verse. I mean, I'm going to have to Google it. I'm going to let you grab your phone or Google it. But okay. like, you need to end this truth with some scripture that, that mm-hmm. tells people this is who they are in Christ positionally, that he is the king, that we are his children. So let's give it a second and um, find something. Okay, so I have a verse that's not positional, but I want to read this. Um, cause I did write down a few verses and just like okay. studying about, you know, fruits of the spirit and things. Um, and God wants this relationship with you and he can do it. It's going to be his work, but it's going to be you surrendering to it. But mm-hmm. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21 says now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us to him, be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. That power is already in you. If you're a daughter, Amen. let him work according to it. And it's going to be more abundant than you can imagine. Amen. I love that verse. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm finding some others really quick. Um, one mm-hmm. that I just found is in Psalm 45, nine um, daughters of Kings are among your ladies of honor. At your right hand stands the queen in gold of Ophir. I'm not per- mm-hmm. sure I'm pronouncing that right. I'll go with it. Yeah. Hear, O daughter, and consider and incline your ear. Forget your people in your father's house. Mm-hmm. The king and the king will desire your beauty. Since he is your Lord, bow to him. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. I mean, yes. I need to I need to read the context of all of Psalm 45, but that's one that I just found. Um, I'm looking at Second Corinthians that's... 6, 18 is coming up as well. Let me see what I can find in second Corinthians 6, 18. If okay. You, any, you go ahead and read them too. Okay. I will make my dwelling place among them and walk with <laughs> them. And I will be their God and they will be my people, which obviously is a repeat of the very first covenant that was, mm-hmm. you know, with, Abraham. Abraham. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, meaning be separate from the world. Mm-hmm. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Ooh. Okay, I've got First Peter two nine, and that was good. Sorry, I don't want to. If you have no. more to say on that, okay. <laughs> but you are a okay. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Oh, come on, people. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get it. Yes, leave the darkness. Yeah, I didn't know that our conversation today was going to go in the direction of our position, right? Yeah. What is our concept of our positional place? And, and how that wildly fits into getting rid of shame and guilt, but is yes. humble, like mm-hmm. to just believe yeah. that God says this about us and just to believe, you know, mm-hmm. that, I mean, wow. Okay. Well, I don't think there's anything left to say. Yeah. Is Praise there? the Lord. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Praise the Lord. He called us. He chose us. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And, you know, praise God that he gave you that moment in time where he revealed 
his closeness to you. Yes. Him. And I praise the Lord that he's done the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I almost, I feel like we should end this with prayer. So I'm going to pray that okay. any, any woman listening who needs um, to really believe and understand her position with Christ, mm-hmm. will, that this conversation yes. we've had today will help her do that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to pray guys, and then um, we'll just end. So thank you for mm-hmm. being here today. Yes. Thank you for having me. So good. <laughs> yeah. Let's pray. Father God, um, I just I pray for this episode and whoever's listening to it today, whoever's listening to it right now, um, be it the day it comes out or years from the day it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I know that you're going to use this to draw women into your throne room closer to you in whatever mm-hmm. way she needs. Mm-hmm. Um, help, help her to search the word, to understand her position in you, help it to remove shame and guilt, help it to remove pride Help us all, Lord, to continue to rest in our position in you, which was bought for us and paid in full by Christ dying on the cross for us. We love you and we thank you. All these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Friend, you listened all the way through to the end. (laughs) I know enough about podcasts to know that must mean that you liked it. If you did like it, can I just ask you really quick to do a favor? Rate or review this podcast. Maybe share it with a friend. Maybe text it to them or share it on social media. This content is blessing women and helping them grow. And ultimately, yes, we want to grow the show. We want to grow the community because we want to grow the kingdom of God. You can help us get truth out there by doing any of those things that I just mentioned. And also, don't forget to check the show notes. There'll be links to everything that we talked about in today's episode, as well as links to my website directly. If you're interested in Christian life coaching, you can book a free discovery call. If you're interested in having me speak at an event to your women, you can book a free networking call with me and we'll chat. All right, guys, I'll see you next Monday.